podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Friday the 17th of February. Barcelona and Man United produced one of the most entertaining games of the season last night as they drew 2 all at the Nou Camp in the Europa League knockout round playoff. After a goalless first half, a Marco Alonso header early in the second got the scoring started. Marcus Rashford continued his fantastic form to equalise two minutes later before Rashford was involved again in United's second goal, this time putting a low ball across the box that ended with Jules Conde own goal. Rafinha completed the scoring with a cross that found its way into De Gea's bottom corner. The return leg takes place at Old Trafford next Thursday. Staying with Man United and today is the soft deadline for prospective new owners of the club to put in their official bids. So far only Ineos founder Sir Jim Ratcliffe has made a public declaration but it is expected that other groups will solidify their interest today. And there is growing speculation around the future of Chelsea's Mason Mount. Liverpool, Man City and Man United are all monitoring the England midfielder's situation according to ESPN while Spanish paper Marca have claimed he could be used in a swap deal with Yao Felix to make his loan move from Atletico Madrid permanent. Those are your headlines. OK, let's start with the game last night, Barcelona-Man United. It wasn't a Champions League game but it absolutely felt like it should have been. A great game. Even in the first half when it was goalless, it was still really thrilling. You couldn't take your eyes off it. Two teams who were just going for each other. Not much in the way of defensive stability, I'd say. Um, There has been sort of comments that, you know, Barca were without Busquets and a couple of others. But similarly for United, they were missing, you know, three or four first-team players. Anthony, Lisandro Martinez. Um, Obviously, Sabitzer isn't a... Uh, a full starter yet for United, we don't think, but he wasn't able to play. Um, Martial always out, Dallow out. So I think both teams were slightly weakened, but it made it, maybe it contributed it to it being a fantastic game. That second half was as good as anything you'll see all season. And I think United will be disappointed, and that's how far they've come under Ten Hag. This is a team that is six points clear at the top of La Liga, well clear of a very good Real Madrid side. And United would be disappointed not to have won there at the new Camp. In fact, when they were 2-1 up, I really thought this is going to be a 3-4-1 or win for United. I thought they looked so dangerous every time they went forward. Barca could not handle them on the transition. Rashford is going to be keeping Jules Conde up for weeks. He's going to have nightmares about Rashford. It was He was terrified. He didn't know what to do with him. And you just saw he was just completely shook throughout. And United will be, they'll be annoyed at the goals they conceded. The first one, soft header from Marcus Alonso straight from a corner. Fred didn't really pick up his guide and stay with him. And then the second one, Casemiro, who was really, really good. Uh, really sloppy in possession for the goal. Um, they'll be disappointed there. United missed a host of chances, but it was a really great game. It was excellent. It was just a shame it was on so early, because I think that deserved a proper audience. People were still at work when it kicked off. But... Next Thursday at United, at Old Trafford, I'm not going to say United are going to win it, but I certainly think it's going to be another good game. I don't think Barca know how to play a different way, so I think they're going to be quite open still. Uh, It looks like Pedri, Gavi and Busquets may be out of that game, Um, which obviously is a big plus for United, because they're three key players for Barca, three starters. So let's wait and see, that's an exciting one. Moving on then, but staying with United, it looks as though today... We'll see some movement in terms of prospective new owners of the club. So far, only Jim Ratcliffe has made his declaration public. 
we are likely to see something coming from somewhere in Qatar, whether it's state-owned or what. It's all the same thing, isn't it? We know that. Uh, I think it'd be tragic if uh, if a Middle Eastern oil state took over one of the jewels in English football's crown. If they were to take over Liverpool or United or you know Arsenal, I think that is a very very. It's very easy for us to lose control entirely of the league if it becomes an oil state sports washing project. So let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, this is only a soft deadline now from the Glazers. I think if they don't get the bids they want today, they'll probably just extend it by a couple of weeks. They want uh, £5 billion for it, um, but there's a chance that if Qatar is serious, it could inflate that price pretty quickly. Yesterday, there was a stock price increase. Um, I think a 10% rise in the price. And it's essentially added another £400 million worth of value to the club, which, as Kieran Maguire, the football finance expert, pointed out, that's more than the, the price that the Saudi state paid for uh, for Newcastle. Or should I say um, the PIF paid for Newcastle, because technically it's not the Saudi state. Although, again, we all know it is. Right, finish off then. Mason Mount, lots of speculation about him. ESPN reporting that three Premier League rivals, Liverpool, Man City and Man United, are all interested. Uh, whereas Marker, although you can take what Marker say with a pinch of salt, but Marker are saying that uh, he could be used as um, Yao Felix's swap. So he might want to make the Yao Felix uh, deal permanent. That would make sense. To me, they cannot lose Mason Mount. He, he's one of the few players that's come through the ranks at Chelsea. He's a youth player. Now he's playing. He cemented his, his, his role in that first team. Normally first team, but minimum first team squad. He's a big part of that. He's, there's something about, I think there's something about having players that have continuity with the club. He's, in essence, the soul of that football club. And it's, it's a real issue if you're selling players like that because you're bringing in these new toys every other month. I think there's, uh, there's obviously a contract issue with Mason Mount. He could just run it down. The issue mainly, I think, is they brought in so many players and some of them are going to be competing with Mason Mount for starting positions, which is fine. I'm sure he'll welcome that. He's a top-quality player. But at the same time, you want to know that you've, there's definitely some pathway you can continue playing for the club. If you're going to sign a new contract with the club, you want to know that you're in their thoughts as a first-team regular when you have the ability that Mason Mount has. Now, he gets a lot of abuse and a lot of um, negative comments online and social media. But to be frank about this, those people don't really matter. Twitter keyboard warriors, it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Mason Mount is good enough that a succession of top-class managers have rated him highly enough to be in the first team. If he was to leave, he's not going to be leaving and going to a Leicester or an Aston Villa. No disrespect to them. He's going to be going to a top, top team, and there's a reason for that. The work he puts in off the ball, the pressing, the quality on the ball, the finishing. Okay, this season he hasn't been as good. All right, players have dips. But he's not going to be going to a, a mid-table side. He's going to be going to a direct rival of Chelsea, whether that's here in this country or if it's a broader Champions League rival. I think Liverpool is the place for him to land. I think he would be... If you were to design a Klopp footballer, someone who completely ticks every box that Jurgen Klopp wants from his midfielders... It's Mason Mount. I think he'd thrive there. I think he'd be brilliant. Um, of course, this could all just be nonsense. It could be a way of the, the agent getting them to put up more money for a contract and get it done quickly. So we don't know. But if it was to happen, I think Liverpool would be a great landing spot for him. And 
I wish him the best. I'm a Derby County supporter. We had him on loan for a season. He was absolutely unbelievable, and I think would have gone up automatically had it not been for his injury in January, February sort of time. So I've seen I've seen a young version of Mason Mount week in week out dominate a very difficult division in the Championship. The season before, he was over in Germany doing it as a young man, unbelievable. And now he's come in. He's Chelsea's player of the season, two years on the bounce, and now there's still people who want him out. People who are not sure he deserves a new contract. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense alright that's me for the day uh, have a good weekend enjoy wherever you're watching the games this weekend I'll be back same time same place on Monday with more Whistleblowers Daily Sports Social Podcast Network